Hello, and welcome to the Connectedness Podcast. Just as you might have guessed, I talk about connection and connectedness on this podcast, our connection with everything in the world around us. Whether you see it or not, we're all connected, and it doesn't matter if it's our dog, our cat, our God, our body, and I'll also talk about some more abstract connections like our career or our land, our community, our emotions, your body. Life is all about connection, so the sooner we recognize that, the sooner we can have an easier, more meaningful life. I will talk about these connections through different lenses, things like synchronicities and coincidences or just everyday little bits of magic and miracles that we we usually dismiss. It's really important that we pay attention to all of this so we can live an easier, more meaningful life. So welcome to the show. I'm your host, Karen Cleveland. Hey, welcome back to the show. In this episode, I want to talk about connecting with animals. Part of the connectedness of all life is that we are indeed connected with the animals, that we can communicate with them. We can be in connection with them. And I'm this this episode is kind of a kickoff to a series of journal prompts, meditation prompts that I'm doing to help people connect deeper with animals and to help with self-reflection and to spark their own personal transformation. Because when we connect with animals, we can learn so many things that that might have never occurred to us before, so many things that are on a universal level, so impactful and and potentially meaningful to our lives if we allow the information in and to incorporate it into our life. When I connect with animals, like for example, with a client and their dog, cat, horse, whatever it might be, I enter this space with them and I I begin to understand that they perceive life differently than we do. And maybe, so for example, I had a client contact me one time the vet recommended a leg amputation for their dog. And the person was completely distraught because it, it seems like just part of your life force to, to have a leg amputated and that we need it for play and for doing everything. When I actually connected with the dog and talked to the dog about the surgery and about what the problem was, the dog was okay with it. The dog was like, my leg is not my spirit. My leg, my body is not who I am. I'm not going to let it get me down. I will go on and have a perfectly active, happy life. And so we humans, we tend to get bogged down about information like that, right? We think it's so horrible. Life's going to suck. Everything is going to be wrong. But the dog said, that's not who I am. I'm okay with it. If that's what needs to be done, if my person believes that's what needs to be done, then I'm okay with it. And that's the other thing is they trust us. They know we are doing the best we can. And even when we don't trust ourselves to make a decision like that, the animal knows we are always doing the best we can. The dog did have the amputation, and I heard from the owner months and months later, that the dog was doing just fine. So that's one thing that a connection with the animals can do. They can bring you a different perspective. Also, so many times I have clients say that they are sure their animal is mad at them. 
whether it's a cat or a dog or it doesn't matter what kind of animal. We put these human human assumptions onto these animals. I had someone who was absolutely certain their dog was very mad at them and didn't know how they would ever forgive them. But the dog knows that there's nothing to forgive. Again, it's kind of along the same lines that they know we're doing the best we can. I believe that we have some kind of unwritten, unspoken contract with our animals. They know what they're getting into when they come to live in a certain house or in a certain situation sometimes. So I think we need to stop, number one, being so hard on ourselves, but then also start being open to a broader idea of how the animals might perceive. So these 40 days of meditation and journal prompts, and these are designed to take you deeper into connection, and they cover all aspects of animal and people relations and farm animals and wildlife and safari animals and our pets, ocean animals. The 40 days contains like just a huge broad spectrum of of different ways we can tap into not only the wisdom of the animals, but then how how can it apply to our lives? What can we know for our life? I was trying to come up with a way to help people understand the connectedness of life, understand why I like to take people on safari and connect with the wildlife there. Because not everyone can come on safari with me, and not everyone even has a pet in their house, but that doesn't mean they don't love animals. And it doesn't mean that they don't want to connect with them more. There's all kinds of situations why people do or don't have or can do certain things. I wanted to be able to provide a different way. These are meditation or journal prompts. You can take the prompt that I give you. You can take it into a short meditation, whether it's two minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes. You can take it um, just into contemplation throughout the day and, and think about what what does that prompt mean to you? And of course, write it down in a journal and see what comes out. Because I know that at the end of 40 days, those that do this are going to have a different perspective on your own life, on animals, and on the connectedness of all life. It's pretty much impossible to do something for 40 days, something impactful like this for 40 days and not be affected at the end, even if you skip a few days. And why am I doing it for 40 days? Well, 40 days is a period of learning. It's a period of test and trial and trusting and learning. You see it all the time in the Bible because it, it's a period of time. It designates a period of time in which we fully embody something. We learn something, we're educated about something, and we embody it. So I'm doing it leading up to World Animal Day. October 4th is World Animal Day. It's also St. Francis of Assisi's Day. I'm doing it leading up to that. Now, I'm not going to be around in, at home on World Animal Day. I will be on safari with the wild animals, but I think it's a great way to celebrate the animals on World Animal Day having this brand new perspective and connection with them. 
prompts. I'll start putting out the prompts on August 25th. And you can get them any number of ways. You're going to be able to find these prompts all over my social media. So on my Facebook stories, on my Instagram stories, on my TikTok, on my YouTube shorts, on um, even a podcast. I have a separate podcast for this. You can look up Pause and Reflect, P-A-W-S, and Reflect. Now there's a couple Pause and Reflect podcasts, so make sure you look for the one that is the 40-Day Transformation. And these are going to be the shortest episodes you've ever listened to. They're, you know, one minute or less. They're 30 to 60 seconds. All I need to do is give you the prompt for the day for you then to consider. And if you listen to podcasts while you're running, put the prompt in, you know, listen to it, put the prompt in, and then think about it as you run or whatever you're doing when you listen to podcasts. Back to the animals and why I think it's, it's transformational. Well, sometimes different species have different messages for us. And for example, when I connected with wildebeest not too long ago, now wildebeest are the ones in Africa that do this migration. And it's a circular migration. It's not like a north-south back and forth. It's a circle that they are constantly doing. And they come into Kenya just for a small part of the entire migration circle. So the wildebeest told me it's about following instinct which is very similar to our intuition, but it's following instinct. And knowing that if you go with the pull, uh, pull is intuition, instinct, what is it that's pulling you in, drawing you near? If you go with that, you can trust what's going to be when you get there. So it's important to always listen to that pull and follow it because you will be served by what you get when you follow it. And I think that's an, an important message for us, for them. Yeah, it's very important that they continue on their migration so they have their needs met. And it's equally important for us. I believe that some people have a hard time doing that. Not some people, a lot of people, most people. Even I have a hard time doing that sometimes because it seems so out there. We want to say, why would I do that? I can't imagine any good reason we let our head get in the way about why we, why I would do that. So it's really important. So that's something very specific that the wildebeest gave me. And it might be a little more general that being in community is important. The zebras, the wildebeest, and the giraffes, they're not a tight community, but they're usually around each other because they help each other out. In indirect ways, the giraffes, you know, have this grand vision, this distant vision. The zebras have short vision. They're low to the ground and they see what's near. And the wildebeest can't see much at all, but they can, they can smell and they can hear. So between the three of them, they work together. They use their gifts. They use their God-given gifts. Not only do they support themselves in that, but they support those around them. Because they then know, the giraffes know, that if the wildebeest believe it's time to move, then it's time to move. And the wildebeest knows that if the zebra sees something dangerous and they start to go, then they know it's time to go. So there's all kinds of information. You might get something very specific. You might actually hear words. You might see colors. Information will come to you in many different ways. And then if you are participating in this, I really would love for you to share. 
So whatever your social media is, if it's TikTok or stories, or it's also going to be on my Facebook page, please comment. You don't have to sign up for it. I'm just putting it out there because I think the more people that begin to connect with animals and the more people that begin to connect with themselves and globally with, with the entire earth and world and universe, the better off we all are. And if it helps you to establish a very short practice that you don't already have, I think that's good too. You don't even have to use these prompts for the entire 40 days. If it starts a practice where you don't already have one, I think that's great. And you don't have to meditate for a half hour. You know, you can just close your eyes, listen to the prompt, close your eyes, just two minutes, three minutes and see what comes up for you, that's, that's a start. That's a perfect start to start with your own mindfulness and, and being in the presence and allowing other information in that can help inspire you to move or act or think in a different way. So thank you for listening to this episode. If you want to participate, you don't have to sign up. You can if you've missed some. Now I know not everyone's going to listen to this before it starts. It's going to be available anytime, even if you listen to this in a month or in three months or in a year. The series will still be available to you. So you can go to my webpage and sign up if you need access to the prompts that have already been released. And that would be at revkarencleveland.com slash pause, P-A-W-S. But if it's before October 4th, 2023, you can just go to my social media and look that way, Rev Karen Cleveland for Facebook, at Rev Karen Cleveland for Instagram, at Rev KC for TikTok, and YouTube is also at Rev Karen Cleveland. I really want to hear your feedback if you do this and what, what it has meant to you, what kind of insights you have, because I really do believe it's going to be impactful for your life. Thanks. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to head over to RevKarenPodcast.com. That's R-E-V-K-A-R-E-N Podcast.com. There you're going to find the tools for finding more meaning and happiness in your own life. Plus, if you have a story that you want to share with me, either on or off the air, be sure to look for that form. Make sure you follow me so you get notified when new episodes drop. And also, I'd love to connect with you in my Facebook group, connectedness with Rev Karen. So head over to RevKarenPodcast.com. I hope to see you there.